Welcome back to the Becoming Relentless podcast. I am your host, Eleanoa McCabe. I'm a Team Mahaley coach and opposing coach, and I am joined by my lovely co-host today, Danielle Kissenberger. <laughs> That's so cute. Um, yay. Now, well, today we're talking about identity shifting. Yeah. We're kind of taking a deep dive into our lives. Yeah. Recently. I think we hinted to it last episode. So if you guys haven't already, go back and watch last week's, um, which was actually just posted yesterday, Wednesday, because we record these. Today is. Yeah. Dude, I woke up and I was like, I told Justin, I called him or he called me. And I was, I freaked out. I thought it was Saturday and I was like, oh my God. Like and I it, missed it. It was, I, yeah. My days were so thrown off. I, it took me like two minutes in bed just laying there like the world is burning. I for sure thought it was Friday. I did the same thing. Like I woke up and I was like, I didn't do my check-ins yesterday. Like Justin is going to kill me. Yeah. I'm on prep and I forgot. And then I was like, wait. No, it's Thursday. Dude, <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was sitting there, I was like, how did I get two days? Like, like how did we get here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But I wanted to share my little story with you. Yes. Um, so obviously, Jason Pittsburgh, and I'm watching Peyton, right? And so I was taking him to the dog park to play fetch. And on our, like, it was doing so good. It was just very smooth. Like, it was going to be a calm. I was going to come back, watch a podcast, make some steak. And just have like a nice night. Well, we were playing fetch and like I chose an area of the park that wasn't really busy mm -hmm. for many reasons. But mostly because like, you know, Peyton's likes to greet so every, friendly, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and so we were playing and I personally, Jay doesn't like this. And now I don't like this either. He likes to, Peyton likes to roll around, you know, like dogs like roll. And yeah. like, I think the grass feels like a back scratch. I don't know. And so I was letting him like do a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit, like a little roll. But what I didn't know is he was doing it in a like a big, huge patch of just stickers. Like only, I'm talking, it was only stickers. Oh no! And afterwards, so meanwhile, while this was happening, I was talking to an old lady. Oh my gosh, nice lady. I know I don't want to be rude. Yeah. But she like we were like she was like watching him. And like Peyton got up and I was like, yeah, that just doesn't look good. Like I just saw like patches. I didn't know what yeah. it was, but I was like, that just doesn't look fun. And I got closer and, you know, like a golden retriever's fur is long. Peyton's mm -hmm. fur <laughs> is like long. Yeah. And like, so that thing was matted. And then it gets worse because in the stickers was a dead frog that he was like rubbing his whole body on. This oh, guy smelled no. so bad, dude. This guy <laughs> stunk. And like, I had to walk home with him. And I smelled. And then on our way back, like, Hugh, the crowd hacker, yelled our name. So yeah, I was like, oh yeah. my God, like, save me. Like, what do I do? Because I didn't know how to, like, you can't really brush his hair. Yeah. So that's just going to, you know. So I asked him questions and I was like, do we smell? And he was like, yeah, it was pretty oh. bad. I felt, we were like walking the walk of shame all the way back. <sighs> And so it was like 8 p.m. and we got in the shower and luckily the cream rinse or shampoo like made it easier. Yeah. It was easy for the whole body except for the tail. I had to get some scissors for that one. Dude. Yeah. That is rough. Yeah. That is not fun. It wasn't fun. <laughs> yeah, and like, I was at 18,000 steps too. I was feeling it. I was like, I need that couch now. Aww. Which was my fault. Rip. But you know, <laughs> all of it was my fault. He was being a dog and I was just being 
an irresponsible <laughs> well not really because like the stickers kind of came out of nowhere to yeah. be honest because i know where you're talking about dude murph and i went there mm. yesterday by ourselves yeah and we saw like a little aussie rolling and then same thing like the aussie got up and i was like his fur looks weird yeah and he like ran over to murph he was covered in stickers and i was like Buddy, it's where so is your owner? I was yeah. like, oh no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was bad. I texted Jay and I was like, look, I'm following your Listen. rules for the rest of my life. <laughs> These fun rules are out. That's that was the so end of funny. It. it was, I was like, no, no. Oh. But it, it's okay. I get, yeah, it was like an event. It's a whole thing. He wasn't very happy, <laughs> but I wasn't either. So yeah. we're in pain together. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Was he at least like, did he let you take the stickers out nicely? Yeah. He's really calm about that. My dog growing up was not. Like, I couldn't yeah. get close to her, but he was, it was good. Like, he was fine. Um, and I think he was so tired, too. I was, too, but I had to do the work. <laughs> that he just laid down. Because, like, I took, it was like a 60-minute shower. It probably wasn't. It was at least but, 30, though. Yeah. And I took him out, and the, I, like, the tail was going to, gonna be an after the shower effect like work system so he just like slept there while i like picked out his yeah for the next 30 minutes oh my god it was yeah it was an eventful thing yeah but his head still so i didn't do his head yet like i didn't like wash his head because i was like this guy's tired and like i need to still wash his head because i can still smell odor and it's not that bad, but because I was there and I know exactly what was happening, I yeah. know, like, I probably smell it and people don't, but I just, like... Mm. You get, like, a hint of it and you're just like, I know what that is. <laughs> yeah. We don't want that. We don't want that. It was... It, uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, there goes Fundy. <laughs> just like, you're like Peyton, like... I know, but I done. feel bad. I, like, you know, he was being yeah. a dog. Yeah. And I was like, let a dog be a dog. But then I understand reasons like this of why people don't let their dogs be dogs. <laughs> Just like roll them around, you know? Yeah. It oh was not fun. Gosh. Nope. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I, it was mostly the smell. Yeah. I feel like I would be too. I'd be like, damn, dude, you really. Mm -hmm. And you know, like North Shore, like there's some preppy. Is that the word? Petty? Preppy. What's what? High end there, people. Yeah, yeah. And like they're nice, but they also give you looks at times. Yeah. Luckily, no one was there, but I was like, D, you're going to walk in here and just and look. Yeah. And smell. It's just not going to be great. I was ready for it. You were mentally <laughs> preparing yourself. Yeah. I'm glad no one was in there. I was like, so lucky. It's yeah. It was. Oh, my mm, gosh. It was awesome. Yeah. I but, don't think I would have had the patience. Good mm -hmm. on you. Because like I, I would have yeah. just been like, well. <laughs> dude i i, I <laughs> the he was in the shower and the door was closed and i was like am i gonna do i want to cry right now for like two minutes just let it out and i was like get in you're too tired just get in <laughs> just just do just yeah. help him yeah yeah oh yeah i probably would have cried i know to be in prep i definitely would have cried i would have cried it's out there yeah actually i was talking to emily today mm-hmm about how we like bully ourselves at the gym if we can't lift the weights. And then she goes, yeah, I just tell myself like, you're gonna be a loser if you don't lift this. And I was like, oh, same. I'm like, you're a pro, lift this weight. And she's like, if I don't, I cry. I'm like, I no, I literally cry. Yeah. Like every week, at least yeah. once yeah. <laughs> I cry. <laughs> I, especially in prep because they're so like, you're so fragile, fra fragile. 
Yeah. Fragile. <laughs> Feral. Fragile. <laughs> Both. You're not there. It's all, it's just like emotion. Yeah. Because yeah, everything's hard. Dang. Yeah. That was my event. Hopefully that was like the only sporadic yeah. event. That's like the only event that'll happen with all the travel. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope. Well, now I learned my lesson. Yeah. That was fun. But <laughs> identity shifting. <laughs> Let's dive in. Oh, yes. Okay. The topic identity shifting. So it was actually Jill who like sparked this because of a reel that I think we made together or I made. I don't remember. We were filming reels and um, I was talking about how like a lot of the time motivation doesn't last when it comes from like external sources. Mm -hmm. Because really, if you're trying to change your lifestyle, it has to come from within. And that often starts with like changing your identity and who you perceive your, yourself to be or who you think you are, that identity that you're so attached to, you have to shift that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's kind of where we are going to take yeah. the topic today. Mm-hmm. I like what you said because, well, you'll agree with this because you're way older than me. My first like transformation mentally, going like when you're a teen, you know, you feel yourself evolve, you know, like you find like your mindset kind of thing. Um, usually like friends come and go kind of thing so I remember the first time that I was like struggling to become who I wanted to become I was like the only reason why I'm struggling really is because I view myself as my old self Mm -hmm. and like I need to view myself as the person I want to be and so taking your mind and like switching perspective on yourself to be in a powerful place is really I think that's like the foundation of starting yourself off for success and becoming whoever you want to be yeah yeah I think That's a huge point. And like at the time that you were making that shift, did you consciously realize it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was so young, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Ask me now. It's different. Right now I consciously realize it. Right. Um, Because I'll realize like usually when anxiety is high or bad sleep or anything like that, you know, and you're just not in your best like ray of sunshine mood. (laughs) That's when it's like you you have those like thoughts of like they're almost self-sabotage, but they're not at the same time but they mm-hmm. kind of they really are at the end of the day um so it's it's recognizing those things like the person you want to become would she be thinking that these things about yourself like would she choose this or would she choose like something else kind of thing like the choices the thoughts the actions yeah. the viewpoint like you got to put yourself of the person that you want to become how would they view things what the, what would they choose yeah so you, ha- you have to view yourself as that identity already, as that person, and then your actions will shift that way. And then you'll see like the rest of your life kind of shift that yeah. way. But I think a lot of people struggle because they're so attached to their old identity. They like can't let go of who they were. And so then they're they're in that state, mm-hmm. I think, that you're talking about of anxiety and just not feeling their yeah. best, but they just like can't let go. Mm-hmm. So in those cases, like, have you experienced that? Yeah. And I do think it, well, I have, but I think a lot of new athletes who start prep, their biggest fear is like they can't stay committed or even people who commit to a coach. Like that's their biggest fear. For one, like we're going to help you through that. For two, you're not like going to be perfect. And for three, the only reason why you don't believe in yourself is because you've always not believed in yourself. So like you have to put yourself in a position to change that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because I think those people that 
struggle with that the most is because like their actions like constantly self-sabotage what they really want and their thoughts do the same thing. So they don't have anything to back them up on their self-belief to realize that they actually can't commit and do it. Um, and I also think it's more of an emotional way. Like logically we can do whatever. If you think logically, like you can say yes or no. Food is so temporary. Yeah. If you think emotionally, like that food, that meal, like is going to taste delicious. Like you need to have it. Logically, it's going to be there till the day you die. You don't have to have it today. You don't have it tomorrow. Like you can have it in a year. Mm-hmm. Like achieve your goals right now. Yeah. The delayed gratification versus like what's right in mm-hmm. front of you. I think you brought up a good point too, especially with like the new athletes and food. If if you've never dieted or never restricted yourself with food, if you don't have a good coach, it is not going to go well, yeah. like point blank period. I, I know very little if anyone who has like successfully taken themselves through a diet that was like sustainable and healthy and lasted long. Most of the time, mm-hmm. that's what starts the yo-yo dieting. So yeah. it's hard because people get so, they want that instant gratification. They want like to lose weight immediately and be the smaller person because they think that's going to bring them happiness when honestly it's not like you have to love yourself as you are right here right now and then accept that it's okay to want to change too yeah I agree and it's also like I like that point you made because a lot of people I don't I think it's easy to get caught up in what you think others want like society or your friends or your boyfriend want the skinny version like you don't have to if you don't want that for yourself you want to be strong like be strong like even if that's against what your family or your friends or your boyfriend wants like at the end of the day you're the one looking at your body in the mirror and like you're the one with yourself you're gonna you know yeah so also like if you really want the goal for yourself it's easier to commit and I didn't shift for that goal yeah that's huge like you have to want a certain goal so like we could put it in so many perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a perspective. Yeah, Unless you have one of those. No, thoughts. no. I have my okay. brain. So diving into like me mm-hmm. recently. Um, I have a, like a big identity. Sh- well, wake up call. I had a big wake up call like maybe two weeks ago. And like I was constantly asked by Jay. Is it like, do I want this? Like, he like, is this what I want? the Mm -hmm. just changing for the goals that I have and whatnot like do like there's two I'm 21 so there's like so many routes that I could go and like usually 21 year olds party and like I could go that route if I want and it's totally okay I don't want to you know what I'm saying so like Mm -hmm. that was like my um not my wake-up call but just an ass like just part of what I'm trying to explain of what like if what you want is going to help you transform into your identity shifting so yeah yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you you had a choice yeah. and either choice that you make, you're sacrificing something. Mm-hmm. And you have to you have to look at those choices and decide what am I willing to sacrifice? Mm-hmm. Am I willing to sacrifice being a normal 21-year-old yeah. and going out and having fun with my friends, partying, drinking, which a lot of people do. Yeah. It's totally fine. Like there's no judgment there. Like I did it. I've been there. Party girl, like <laughs> That was an identity of mine for yeah. sure, but it didn't align with my long-term goals. Once I found bodybuilding, I was like, no, I have a goal within bodybuilding and my, my whole life sh- like shifted. So you, like you essentially were in that place too. You're like, okay, I have two choices here. I can like have fun and enjoy mm-hmm. and like go drinking and party and mm-hmm. whatever, 
or I can keep pursuing my bodybuilding goals. Yeah. And either way that you choose is totally fine and it's right for you, but there's going to be sacrifices both ways. Yeah. And it's like important for what you want, but Mm -hmm. like, so you, well, I feel like I've never really had a party, um, phase. High school was my party phase, my first two years. But I will like there will be like times in an off season that I go out more. And I think when you like first get into off season, like you want to because you like missed kind of that life. Yeah. Different part of life in your life. But like once you're at like the stage that I'm at, you just want to feel good. Mm -hmm. Like within your career, like when you're in your physique, like so you can be able to prep and be like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. yeah that, I mean, that makes sense. And so that identity, like you were kind of caught in the middle because mm-hmm. you've you've had a lot of success, a lot of growth. Mm-hmm. So you're getting to this point where like you're coach D, like that's part of your identity. And then you could have gone like, yeah, you could have evolved into mm-hmm. different versions. So then having to yeah. choose. Exactly. And I think you'll agree to like where we're at right now is like not where we want to be. Like, this is not where anywhere close. Like I, I'm like we're both growing mm-hmm. in a direction that we love and like want to, but we're nowhere close where we know like Coach No and Coach D could be kind of yeah thing. yeah yeah hundred percent. And that's what's exciting, and that's what needs to like fuel the fire. Yeah, yeah, and that's I think that's part of like instant gratification versus long term gratification because mm-hmm. long term gratification is just so much more fulfilling. Yeah, and it it is something that like in the last few weeks I've gone through myself is the same sort of reflection of like, okay, where I'm at currently, I'm very grateful for, and I, I love it, but it it's nowhere near close to what I know I could be doing mm-hmm. and what I see myself doing. And so the behavior behind that, like I knew I needed to change some things like immediately that were within my control, like environment, people, just the way that I was operating day to day because I saw other people doing it. And I was like, that's what I want. Like, and I can do that. I'm just not acting in accordance to that goal. So I, I had like a similar wake mm-hmm. up call, I would say not like a literal, yeah. like call though, but like, <laughs> wait like, a second. He's going shade. <laughs> no, 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 no shade. No shade. <laughs> that's fucking funny. That was, that was awesome. I love that. Oh, but, you're hilarious. That was cool. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, uh, I think we've both been going through mm-hmm. like very big shifts yeah. in our identities and we are now like realigned with where we want to be and like who we're striving to be. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think there's things that can like help to help you just push your identity to like routine for me. I've realized too, it was yesterday. Um, when I came back from Vegas, I didn't really have a routine because I needed to figure out like my, just some mental health things. <laughs> and now like I'm in a more of a spot where I'm like, okay, I want to have like a set routine mm-hmm. that makes me feel good when I wake up and go to sleep every day. It makes me feel like purposeful. Mm-hmm. I think that for people who are at identity shifting, you have to make your routine um, serve your new identity. So that way you're acting upon change and not yeah. just saying you're changing. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like the things that you do on a day-to-day basis, the more structure that you can implement in that day-to-day that aligns with who you're trying to be, the better, because then there's freedom in the structure is what I've found. Because mm-hmm. if I structure my day like 
with time blocks and I set these mini goals for myself without the within the day, one, I know that all of it's going to get done. So even if I do like fall behind, I know that I have ways to like get all the work done. Mm-hmm. But then like B, if I need to pivot somewhere, I'm so time blocked. Like I know like, okay, I can switch this appointment with this or I can switch this posing call with this athlete. And it just, it's like way less stressful than me trying to go through my day with no sense of what's going on. Like I'm like, oh, a call, like, oops, I have to do this. Oops. Yeah. And like that didn't feel good at all. So it like, it doesn't, it doesn't because then your, your life's just hectic. Mm-hmm. Your day's hectic. Your schedule's hectic. Your anxiety builds. And like something always falls off. Like yeah. at the end of the day, when you're going to bed, mm-hmm. you're like, for me, I was like, shit, I didn't even pose myself today. Like I yeah, had to run through my routine. That's what happens. You know? And that's what I told, well, yesterday was a little different because of the Peyton situation. Yeah. <laughs> but like I was, it was a good day. Mm-hmm. I had calls that I like kind of, I did for, I didn't forget, but I like did forget at the same time. Uh, I did forget. They were on my schedule, but like my day was thrown off because my routine was thrown off. So like, that's the same thing. Yeah. Um, and then you get to the end of the day and you're like, what did you do for yourself? Yeah. And then that's where the, that's where you lose yourself mm-hmm. from your identity shifting. Cause if you're like, if you lose routine, life's just so hectic. Even if you feel like you're moving in the right direction and doing more for other people than you are for yourself, you're not identity shifting. You're self-sabotaging. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I found too. Yeah. Did, are you laughing? Cause I keep stuttering. <laughs> no, no, I've, I'm laughing. Cause like, that's, li- that's literally how I feel. And then yeah. I have to tell myself like, Okay, if I'm trying to shift into being a bikini Olympian, like if that is the identity that I'm striving for, that I want to be on the Olympia stage, an Olympian would practice her posing. And like I have to tell myself that because I'm like, okay, I really want to go to bed. I'm exhausted. Like I don't feel very well, but it doesn't matter because who I'm trying to be would practice her posing. So like even if that's literally two minutes of like I put on my heels, I put on my suit, I set up my curtain and I record myself doing my routine. Then I can go to bed and I'm like, I ran through my routine at least. Like that's the least mm. that I could do. And I don't feel like mm-hmm. the anxiety of, yeah. I'm not going to be an Olympian. Like, And, and it's, it's not that yeah. serious, but like it, it kind of. When it affects your mental that. health, yeah. it is. Um, and I agree. Like it's not so much the time you do it. It's the fact that you get up and do it. Mm-hmm. Like that's what matters. It's it's the action and purpose of doing it for yourself that matters the most. Yeah. And like, so that's awesome. That's huge. The action, like the action and the purpose behind it. I feel like that's really important. Yeah. Again, with the changing into your identity for someone else or versus yourself is vastly different. Mm-hmm. It's also going to help you achieve your identity much faster. The identity that you want to achieve mm-hmm. for yourself much faster. I also, because I'm big on, like, creativity, I love being, like, curious about, you know, anything. Um, things that I don't. So I picked up things that I don't know. That's why I picked up shuffling. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I know when I, I feel, I can recognize I feel when I feel hectic or, like, my anxiety rise when, like, I haven't shuffled or done anything creative or learned anything new for, like, an extended period of time. That's when I'm like, okay, like, you're not you're out of your routine like for yourself kind of thing. Yeah. You're you're ending up sacrificing for everyone but you're not taking care of yourself. Yeah. Which I have a lot more days of those than I like. Yeah. want to have. Um but I think that's part of the learning. Mm-hmm. It's learning to like say no to things that aren't necessarily serving you in the way that you want and saying 
making sure you make time for the things that will serve you. Yeah, I think that's really important too. And that's hard to make room for things that will serve you better. And like the letting go of things that aren't serving you, that is really hard. Like for me personally, I feel like that's probably where I struggle the most because I will like give everything to an athlete or somebody that I care about, even if it means like almost like disrespecting my own boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, Like I like I'm on prep. The last thing I want to do is like drive a couple hours to like go help somebody for 30 minutes. But I'll but like I still do it. And it's like, yeah, I'm not respecting myself Mm -mm. there because I, I don't want to do these things. But I almost feel like, oh, I have to. You don't. Yeah, but I I don't like it just comes down to me communicating my needs and being like, do you think what's harder for you or is it both? Is it communicating that with them or is it saying no or is it like the boundary applying the boundary or do you know how to apply the boundary? You just don't know how to communicate it. I think it's like the initial of like saying no, because in the moment, if somebody asks me for something and I'm like in a good mood or it's been a great day and I have high energy and it's like far enough in advance where we're scheduling like weeks out, which is how I usually schedule. I schedule like weeks in advance. I'm like, yeah, sure. That's great. But then like the event itself comes, I'm like, oh man, dang it. I made this commitment. But then that's, that's something that like I really value is like, if I say that I'm going to do something or be somewhere, I will, unless like something out of my control makes that not possible Mm -hmm. but for me like living authentic to like myself and like it's just part of I feel like it's part of my values and it's something that I really have a strong foundation on is like if I say I'm going to do something I do it Mm -hmm. and so then even if the time comes and I'm like oh man I don't want to it's like I already made the commitment and I'm going to so can I I want I want to ask you to do this for yourself I want you to if there's like situations like that I want you to ask yourself is it really is it serving you and if the answer is no then I want you to say no because I promise that's (laughs) going to change your life I promise you and I'm not like I have to do I need to do the same thing (laughs) I can't like call you I can't like I'm not trying I'm not calling you no no I don't feel called out being being to myself because there's a lot I need to like say no to but I like it's I know it helps us and I know it will. And it, yeah, I think that's the, e- it's the hardest thing to start. But once you start doing it, it's the easiest thing to keep going. Yeah. I think yeah. so too. It's, there are like other areas of my life where I feel like I'm really good with that. It's just more so maybe like my coaching and my personal relationships that I have a hard time with. Mm-hmm. The people that you love. Co- yeah. Yeah. I mean, those. Yeah. Like people that I care about. I just yeah have such a hard time. Mm. but I feel the same way yeah I feel the exact same way yeah (laughs) it it is hard but it's it's also um I think it's setting a boundary and it's for me it's not so much hard saying no to them it's hard for me to create the boundary Mm -hmm. because mostly because I need to create more of a routine so I so I have more boundaries up gotcha so more of like time or yeah like I in a prep phase you have routine it's like you live by that kind of thing I need to have that right now 
with the goals that I have with my identity shifting. The only way to achieve like my identity shifting with the phase that I'm in is by having a more of a strict routine in that way. And it's not so much like pose at this time, eat at this, mm-hmm. like that's, it's not that it's more so, um, I get up at this hour because I want to set my mind right for the day mm-hmm. or like routine as in like this time on Wednesdays or this time twice a week, I'm doing something for me. I'm going to the park to meditate kind of thing. So it's all like mental health kind of stuff. Um, so that way I think I know if I adjust that and have a boundary for my mental health, everything else is going to just flourish more. Yeah. It'll follow. Yeah. I feel that. That was that was literally me yesterday because it was a rest day from the gym. And whenever I have a rest day, I like honestly, I get kind of bored because that's like two hours of my day that's like now free time. And so I was like, oh, I'll just take a nap. And then I was like, no, I need steps. I should go outside. And then I was like, oh, Murphy could probably use a walk. So then I was like, why don't I just go downtown and walk around? Because that always like mm-hmm. makes me happy. But then it was almost like, my my old self was trying to fight me every step of the way. Like I know exactly what you're talking about mm-hmm. because there wasn't a direct like um, choice. There was all these I could do's and right. there wasn't like anything that was like, I, I want to do them all, but yeah. I don't necessarily want to do them all at the same time. I know exactly what you mean. And I had the same situation <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Which is so funny because then like, so what I, <laughs> I put Murphy away. I put him in his crate. And I walked out the door and then I was like, why am I crating him to go walk around by myself? Like he, he could enjoy outside too. So then I walked back in, I grabbed him, I put him in my car and then we're driving to downtown and there's traffic. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. Let me just turn around and go back home. There's traffic going back home too. So I was like, okay, screw it. I'm halfway to downtown. I might as well keep going. And then like Murphy's having a freaking panic attack in the trunk. Like just <laughs> no way. He's dude. just like, pants. This is yeah. awesome. <laughs> he's like panting and drooling. And I'm like, Hey, like knock it off. And like, I'm just like, Oh, my car is going to smell like dog. Like, like <laughs> no, every, this is funny. literally every step of the way I was like fighting myself. And then we finally get, we went to like by the nail salon Okay. And I like parked kind of close to there because it's free parking. Mm-hmm. And we got on the trail and I was just like, okay, this isn't so bad. This is fine. And we're walking and walking, walking. We walked all the way to that dog park. Oh, that's like the off leash dog yeah. park. And then I was like, hey, let me just sit here for a little bit. And I like texted some people and just like hung out with myself. And I just like lay in the grass. And then I ended up meeting some random guy, like some guy came up to me and started chatting with me. So we like had a cool conversation, but his dog was the dog that like rolled in the oh, stickers, the Aussie. But I was, I, it was weird because his dog's name was Yeti. And like oh, Zach's sick. job interview was at Yeti. And then this guy like works with engineers. And so I was like, it is so crazy. Like if I wouldn't have, and I like got his information and stuff. So I'm like, I feel like I'm networking, mm-hmm. which I haven't done in a long time. But I was just reflecting on that. Cause I was like, if I had at any point, like given up and turned around and gone home and just like sat at home by myself, I wouldn't have like met my step goal. Like I went beyond my step goal to be honest, but like I wouldn't have had such a nice walk and met new people and gotten sunshine and just felt mentally better. I probably would have felt mentally worse. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, sometimes you just have to do the thing that you know is going to make you better. Yeah. I think getting outside, especially downtown, is one of those things because mm-hmm. obviously I live there, but there will be times at night. Well, 
not recently, but before I went to Las Vegas, before the wake up call happened, I would just like, I hit my step goal. I would just sit in my house that night and mostly because I was tired, but I wasn't tired enough to go to bed. Yeah. And it was, it's like, dude, just get outside. Like it makes you feel so much better. Like mentally. You just do. Yeah. Go yeah. do something. Like, walk give, around. Give, give yourself some purpose. Mm -hmm. Like don't just, it's hard. Like sitting there. It doesn't, it, it kind of drains your mental or your, just your mental health. I think. Yeah. Like your mindset in that moment, unless it's needed and you're about to take a nap, then by all means, like dude, <laughs> sometimes you gotta just no, take a nap. I'm telling you <laughs> right now. Yeah. <laughs> Not right now, but like today. Oof, I'm excited to sleep. <laughs> yeah. 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 Me too. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I think one thing for this prep that has like really changed my mindset too was something Ross told me. He was like, objects in motion, stay in motion. Like don't let yourself sit down and chill until the end of the day. Mm -hmm. It's very true. And yeah, it's literally changed my prep. Like this prep has been so easy because I, I don't sit down. I don't stop moving. Like this is probably the longest that I've sat all day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like also my it butt helps, hurts though. when I sit for too long. So. Yeah. <laughs> but like it does. It helps like walking around. You get your steps in way more easily. And like you just have more energy because you're forcing yourself to like stand and fidget. And you just have more energy. Yeah. It's weird. It does help though too. I know. So yesterday was one like, well, I don't really remember what I did yesterday. It, it, well, I. Oh, yeah, I do. It. The sticker situation threw me off. Um, but today, like. I kept myself moving mm -hmm. and I was like, I could definitely like, I really don't have time, but I could like lay down for like 15 minutes and like be okay. Yeah. It's like, no, like you're already like going, like keep on Just, going. I do think there's a lot of purpose in that. Like once yeah. you sit there for an extended period of time, like you've allowed yourself to get into like, I'm going to say a lazy state, even if it's not intentfully lazy and you still like are productive, mm -hmm. but it's not as productive as, as if you were to get up and just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And like, I wouldn't say that either of us are like lazy. Yeah. Like we take, we definitely take the rest when needed. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So if people are like wondering like how they can shift their identities, what would we tell them? They, they should have a goal, I feel yeah. like, first. I would first, yeah, I would first ask them, like, well, like, who do you want to be? Mm -hmm. But I feel like most people don't, they don't assess that. They don't think, they like, they think about who they want to be on social media, like, what this person's posting, how they copy it, mm -hmm. how can they get likes, get a following, stuff like that, or how can they get a certain guy to like them, or something like that. Um, I don't think a lot of people know who they want to become because they don't know what they want to do. But they don't like I think it happened like you don't have to know what you want to do per se, but just have a goal in mind that's pushing you forward in some way. Yeah. Um. So the first thing would be like know what you want out of yourself. And it doesn't have to be like this complete like masterpiece. You know, it could be just be like, I just want to stop eating fast food throughout the week. Yeah. Kind of thing. Or you could literally say, I, I want to change the world. Something, you know, it yeah. can be anything. But that could be like that's for me is something that I know, but I think writing it down too helps a lot. Yeah. Having a clear mind, like assessing like where your goals are at within everything and writing it down helps a lot. Cause then it's just constantly like you just constantly tell yourself. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Like writing it down to me almost like solidifies it because you put it on paper 
And then you're also putting it out into the universe. Cause then you have this like tangible thing that you can look at and read what you wrote and be like, yeah, that's what I'm aiming for. Um, Mm -hmm. Instead of just kind of, to me, it's like a map. Like if you write it down, then you have kind of a map of like, okay, here's where I'm trying to get. And then you can reverse engineer it in your like daily life. Mm -hmm. So you can like take steps to get to that person. Mm -hmm. But I also agree with you. I don't know if everybody knows who they are. Like I know even a few months ago, um, I had a meeting with somebody and they were like, who's Noah? I sat there for like five minutes in silence because I was like, I'm Noah. Like I, I'm a data analyst. I'm a coach. I'm a bodybuilder. And it's like, no, what but are you like, really? but yeah. like what like, else? Like those are your job yeah. titles that that's like what you do, but like, who are you? And just being challenged in that way and then being like, okay, shit, you're right. Like I need to take a look. Who am I right now? And who do I want to be? And then that mm-hmm. really helped me figure out like, okay, the way that I'm currently living is not it. Like this is not what I want for myself. It's easy. It's comfortable, but it's not what I want. I want something different. I want a different life. And to have that different life, I need to be that different person today and like live that through my actions today yeah I love that I love that do you feel like you know who Noah is or do you know more of Noah more like do you have a complete I would, answer I would say I have like a, a more strong sense of who I am at this point but I wouldn't say that it's like a hundred percent like I I would have a foundation I'm someone who's like very authentic very genuine I value honesty communication I'm very loving, I'm very kind, I'm very emotional, but I can also be someone who holds space for other people and like isn't emotional, if that makes sense. Like I'm able to mm-hmm. boundary. Yeah. Compartmentalize. Yeah. I ha- I can compartmentalize. I am a coach, but like more than that, I'm somebody who impacts people and I want to spread that impact as far as I can. Like I just want to positively impact as many people as I can and help help everyone realize like you truly have the power within yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you are so powerful. Anything that you want, you can have. Like you just have to decide that you want it and then go after it Mm -hmm. and you'll have it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Thanks to the pep talk. Yeah. (laughs) No, I love it. I know. (laughs) As I knock over everything. (laughs) It's the same with bodybuilding though. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, I think it was yesterday. I was walking around and I was like, well, I like, I know I look like I lift and like I'm a bodybuilder, mm-hmm. but I want to walk around and be like within myself. I want to know I'm a bodybuilder all the time kind of mm-hmm. thing. I want to feel it more so than just like, it's just a different kind of, I'm trying to explain it because in a prep phase, you do everything like a bodybuilder mm-hmm. in an off season, it's kind of same thing. You're just doing it. You have a little more flexibility. I want to walk around with this title of like, I'm a, an elite bodybuilder. I do that because I love it. Yeah. And I want it to always be there in my like um, persona. And, oh, I'm gonna kind of change topics, but it's on the same topic. Yeah. So yesterday, no, two days ago, we were at Justin's and I texted you that he was, didn't like my videos, right? Yeah. So I was slouching. Well, he was like, he did a collage. This is why I texted you because I was really sad. If he listens to this, he's going to be like, I know you're sad. I was so <laughs> sad, bro. I could tell. I, I was I so was... sad. And it wasn't, this is what made me sad. He, because 
he has I sent him the the pics of the selfies well the pics that Jill took mm-hmm. and then like those obviously oh I don't know if you saw them they looked really good um he made a collage of that and then the video and side by side I know and let me tell you <laughs> I looked so bad but not in a way that's like I just looked unprofessional unconfident I didn't look like myself like you know it yeah. lost like the spark and he was like where'd this girl go she's right here like it's the same day you thing. just like like bring her out kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm working on is like being that person all the time, not just like when I feel good. Mm. And it's mostly is I'm not gonna lie, like I wanna do that for the people, but it's mostly because I hate feeling bad. Like I hate feeling like I did yesterday where I was like too hectic, didn't have routine kind of thing. Like I want to feel like myself. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I feel like you know yourself well enough to know when like it's not yeah. what you want to present to the world. Yeah. That's the thing too. It's it's funny because like I feel like I used to be very connected and aligned with what I wanted to present to my to the world. And it was like also how I presented myself to myself when I was alone. Mm-hmm. And not that they're like two different people, but like I definitely like lost myself. And then now I'm like I have my good and bad days. And I don't want to have those bad days. Which yes. is just time and constantly working on yourself. And practice. Yeah. yeah. And just like having that patience with yourself, which I think you've done a good job of. <laughs> Thanks. I think I, yeah, I do a good job of assessing. Yeah. Sorry, I'm like fidgeting today. Dude, I was fidgeting. I got too excited and I started to lean up. Yeah. Sometimes I do that. I get too excited about things. But it's constant work. It is. And I, I just think mostly I want people to realize that you can be whoever you want Mm -hmm. to be. Like it, it really, you're not limit. The only limitations that you have are the ones that you place upon yourself. And like Mm -hmm. that self-belief, if you believe that you can be somebody who goes to the gym, like maybe you don't want to be a gym girl, but maybe you want to be somebody who goes to the gym or you want to be somebody who lives long enough so they can play with their grandkids. Mm -hmm. If that's the identity that you want to shift into, you have to believe that you are that person and then take the actions that will lead you there. So a person who wants to be healthy for their grandkids is likely not going to eat out every night per week. They're likely going to go to the gym or they're going to get some sort of daily movement in. It's not going to be a sedentary lifestyle. And even those small daily shifts, like if you wake up and you're like, I am going to be the healthiest version of myself I can be today. Maybe that means like not going out to happy hour with your coworkers two nights a week. It just means one night a week. Like there's so many examples I could come up with. I don't want to get lost in it because I feel like I could talk about that forever. But it literally just comes down to like you deciding who you want to be and like where you see yourself in the future. And then you take the daily actions that will get you there. And you have to like believe that you already are there. So it's kind of like a mind game as well. Like Mm -hmm. it takes mental focus and resilience and then also like taking action. Yeah, I agree. It's just constant work Mm -hmm. and self-assessment. I think self-assessment is a huge, I think meditation is so good for that. It's a huge part of the identity shifting. Yeah. But like for me personally, I think you have to understand and grasp and accept where you're at now and that it's not what you want. 
instead of ignoring the fact that like this isn't what you want kind of thing yeah i've definitely had people who say like oh well it would be nice to lose weight but like i just can't lose weight it's like you don't want to you tr you don't want to identity you, shift right to do the work the, for that. the identity is is yeah. still tied to like your old self you haven't yet realized that you can lose weight mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's part of i think the commitment too like they're they fear they can't commit mm -hmm. you don't have to be perfect dude you can literally change one choice in your life one choice just saying no one time a week just once yeah that's literally you're setting yourself up for just changing yeah exactly yeah i say no every time i drive by crumble you really <laughs> like crumble dude hey i love crumble I love okay i'm gonna tell y'all a secret don't tell anybody uh it was like right before we officially started prep i had been hanging out with y'all downtown and i was driving home to buda and there's a crumble did <laughs> and, you get one bro i got a six pack <laughs> wait you got a six pack of different kinds i got all the different cookies that's fucking awesome I took a picture. I sent it to Megan and I was like, this is after she'd moved to Florida. Mm. And I was like, hey, I miss you because she was my cookie buddy. Yeah. And then she was like, you better eat all of those. And I was like, <laughs> low key. I might. <laughs> but I took them home and like Zach and I like cut them up. Yeah. But I definitely had like a bite of each one. Like yeah. for sure. Yeah. And I was just like. Taste test. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. That was my little secret though. I definitely went off plan that day. But like, I'm not perfect. Yeah. But like. And you're about to start prep. Yeah. The, the day before, I mm, days before, to be honest, if I don't study prep on like a Monday, those last three days, the weekend, like, <laughs> right dude, I'm about to go all in. And I know, like, for us, we've been doing it for so long, we can, we can literally like cut ourselves, like, it's yeah. a flash on, what do you call that? Like the light, uh, the we turn the light on and cut off, whatever. We can do that so easily without like it affecting our mental health or mood or anything. Most people can't be like that but right. like the all saying, or nothing yeah. mindset it was more so like i i was missing megan and i was like mm -hmm. kind of looking for some sort of like experience or memory before i started prep and like zach also likes the cookies so i was like ah but like ever since then every time i drive by i'm like bye friends but like yeah. that <laughs> because my identity right now has shifted like before i started prep and you guys have even told me this like before I started prep to now I'm a different person mm -hmm. and that's because of the choices that I've made along the way and the identity that I've shifted into because now I'm not just like oh I got my pro card like I am a pro I'm a bikini pro and my next identity that I'm trying to shift into is an Olympian so I have to think like mm -hmm. higher I guess yeah. and so like crumble isn't going to get me to the Olympia yeah <laughs> is what I think is what I tell myself and then it helps me it's make not, that shift. <laughs> but at the same time, in, a, in like an off season, it's okay. Yes. Because it will still benefit you if it benefits your mental health to an extent. Not yes. to the point where you're like, well, my mental health needs it every day. <laughs> Girl, no, it does not. Right. There's like, yeah. there's a fine line yeah. to walk. We're not expecting perfection, but we yeah. are expecting consistency. You are what you consistently do. So if you consistently break your own promises to yourself and get crumble every day, no, you're not going to make progress, but you don't have to be so rigid and so perfect that like you deprive yourself for so long that like one day you just snap and like go all out and binge or something yeah. or like you end up resenting bodybuilding mm -hmm. or resent dieting. Like that's not good either. The two extremes. Mm -hmm. There's there's like a there's a moderate. Yeah. And in the moderate, you can still be all in in a healthy amount. 
Yeah, exactly. Whoa. Whoa. Do you want to talk about the self-doubt versus being realistic on this one or the next one? Next one. Next one. Okay, cool. I think that's what I have. Cool. That's what I have too. Well, now you know what we're talking about next. Yes, exactly. But if you guys have any questions or you want to talk more about shifting your identity or if you are looking to become a gym girly and you want that guidance, hire a coach, hire one of us, reach out to us in the DMs. Mm. We would love to help guide you because having that accountability and guidance is really important too. Yeah. Lead you to success. Yes. And happiness. Exactly. Thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you next I hope y'all really enjoyed the podcast today, leaving it feeling more relentless than ever. But we have a few things that we would love to ask of you. So I'm going to give this over to Noah. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you could, I know that this is your new favorite podcast. Mm -hmm. Please leave a five-star rating and review. Leave any comments and questions below and make sure that you're sharing across social media so that all of your friends get to listen to the greatest podcast on earth. And if you have any questions about any topics that we talk about or anything at all, fitness, competing related, anything, we comment, we'll hit you back up um, Instagram or in the podcast under if the comment box is there, then we will definitely answer your questions and help you out as best as we can. Absolutely. So leave those five-star reviews, let us know, and we'll talk to y'all again soon. Have a relentless day. Bye. Bye.